everyone. Welcome to another episode of Leader in Red. It is Natalie Hansford. This is episode seven. Guys, I find it so crazy how I'm even recording these. Sometimes my life can get so chaotic, especially in the summer, my full-time job, and I'm trying to just find time to record these episodes whenever I can within my busy schedule. And I find that, at least in Canada, summer is so chaotic for me. I always feel like I have to do something, and if I'm not doing anything, I feel like it's just a waste of time because in Canada, the winters are so cold and you're always inside and you're not really doing much other than probably watching Netflix and hanging out with your friends sometimes, but I'm definitely personally more active and busy in the summer because of it and I honestly think it's because of the weather especially with social media and you're looking at social media and you're seeing all these people doing things and experiencing the summer and going to the beach hanging out with your friends traveling the world i'm just always find myself comparing myself and i do need to usually tell myself to take a step back and understand that that's not my lifestyle and where I am and I'm, I'm happy and I'm happy with what I'm accomplishing and what I'm doing. And sometimes I get so hooked on what I'm seeing on social media and I compare myself, but I do travel and I do experience myself. I do have a career and I'm happy and I'm healthy. And sometimes I just get too caught up and it's just so crazy how that happens sometimes. Social media just has a funny way of controlling what life should be or what life should look like that a lot of people just get carried away with it and they end up in debt because they're trying to catch up with people that they don't even know. They're comparing themselves and looking up to people that they don't even know what's actually going on in their day-to-day lives. They're just seeing these photos of luxurious things and events and they're trying to just catch up to people that they don't even relate to. And it's really crazy. I mean, you snap a picture of something and if you didn't take a picture, it didn't happen. Or if you didn't post it on social media, it didn't happen. Or if you don't talk about it, it never happened. And even at concerts, I went to a concert a couple weeks ago. Everyone had their phone out. I was with my boyfriend and we were just sitting there and we were watching all these girls on their phones. And they were actually filming the entire concert. They did not put their phone down once. They were on like Instagram live recording the entire concert. And I'm like oh my gosh, I'm so glad I'm not that far into it because I would be so upset with myself not actually enjoying those moments. But it's true, a lot of people are just kind of hooked on it and it's very, very exhausting. I remember when I first downloaded Instagram, I was probably about 17, maybe 16 years old. I was in high school. I was still kind of in between having a full-time well a part-time job when I was in high school and I had a Blackberry and then I got an iPhone and when I got an iPhone everyone was talking about Instagram and Twitter and stuff and that's kind of when it first came out so I did download it because everyone was talking about it I know a couple people had it before me and I was like oh I'll try it and I regret downloading it before I actually gave a shit about it because ever since then it's been like second nature to me. When I got around probably 18 years old and I went to college was when I actually started using Instagram a lot and Twitter and social media in that form and 
in college, it was the way to communicate with your friends because, I mean, you would call and text and FaceTime or whatever, or use that kind of technology as well. But social media was like a very big platform and it's to this day is one of the biggest platforms that people use. But it was a way of catching up and letting your friends know what you're doing and how you are rather than actually having a conversation. You could just say, oh, how's Natalie doing and go to her Instagram page and check it out. So that was kind of the way that we communicated. And to this day, I find it it's a way that people communicate. Instagram has just truly changed society and the way that people interact with one another liking people's things or commenting or and if you don't do those things you're not friends <laughs> and it's so crazy but that's kind of the way that it's all evolved and formed i mean i definitely am able to take a step back and not use my phone some days and i'm happy for that and i probably should do it more often but i just truly think it's impacted a lot of people's daily lives and it's super scary and it's a, a huge perspective to be able to understand what it is doing and being able to take a step back. I mean, ha, can you even say to yourself, have you ever experienced a digital detox? Have you ever taken a step back, put your phone down and experienced something without your phone or maybe for more than like a day? Have you done it for a week? Have you done it for a month? And do you do it as much as you can or do you do it because you are upset with social media and you need to take a step back because everyone's bullying you or different situations like that are very crazy. And I wanted to do my podcast actually on the evolution of technology and how it's impacting people professionally and personally, only because I know it's truly impacting people's lives. And I wanted to incorporate how to do a digital detox if you haven't already, or maybe how to gradually do a digital detox and how important it is to incorporate that in your daily life, or maybe just once a, once a week, or maybe just once a year <laughs> to take a step back from social media, internet, smartphones, anything to do with technology. Sometimes it's just really great to Take a step, step back and enjoy your life without it. I think we should start to incorporate this more regularly in everyone's lives, professionally, personally. I mean, technology is such an incredible tool. Society has been using it professionally and personally for a long time now, but everyone to everyone's second nature and even the younger generations now, they're incorporating it in a much younger age. So they understand the power of social media, but it's probably one of the most used platforms of technology, at least smartphones alone. Everyone's on social media, Twitter, texting, calling. And I mean, some people don't even call now because they're like, oh, I'm just gonna throw them a text and it's way simpler than calling them. But I also feel that it's such a powerful platform, but we're abusing it. Society is abusing the use of smartphones, internet, technology as a whole, and if we understand the power of it and we use it to, their, to our advantage, I think that's incredible, but I also think we need to take a step back and I think we're abusing it. So this podcast is about how to take a step back and enjoy your life and 
taking those moments rather than enjoying it through a screen. So I'm gonna give some tips and tricks and some ideas that I have looked up and understood. I think excessive use of the internet and smartphones and social media is making us miserable. And it doesn't have to be so negative. If we start to actually slowly recognize that we are abusing it and we're able to actually impact it in a more positive way, then it's gonna be great and it is great. I feel like a lot more people are starting to use the internet and social media as a security blanket and it's really starting to affect people's mental health, especially when you're comparing yourselves on a daily basis to other people's lives. It's also a form of distraction, especially when you're starting to get things done or you need to get things done. It's basically just a procrastination tool um, the more people can slowly get away from using our phones, the more we can actually be present and grateful for the moments and memories that are in our life. Even me personally, sometimes I'm at a concert, I'm at an event, and I'm like, oh, I need to take a picture of this or a video, and I need to remember this, but I don't look back at those photos and videos. I just post it on my social media platforms and hope that other people like it. And I'm trying personally to stop doing that because no one actually gives a shit about you. No one is looking at your photo and is like, oh, I'm so glad she's eating that burger. <laughs> I'm so glad that she's at the park with her friends. No one actually cares about you. They just want to like it so that you can like their stuff. And it's just a repeated cycle that is just so toxic and I just want people to be able to enjoy their moments in life and start to not use these technologies and internet and smartphones as a distraction in their everyday lifestyle. I've done a little bit of research on some tips and tricks so people can incorporate in their everyday lives to start to control the use of internet, social media, and smartphones. So here are some tips and tricks. It might not work for everyone. It might not work for me. <laughs> I've been trying to incorporate this slowly and it's so hard to actually change your culture of looking at your phone every morning or at every night. So try and incorporate some of these tips and tricks in your everyday. Let me know how it goes. DM me, um, DM me on Instagram. <laughs> And I'll be able to understand maybe a little bit of your side as well. And maybe I can update you guys in the next month or two about how this is going for me. And let me know how it's going for you if you want to give this a shot. So the first tip and trick that I've seen is remove it from your distractions. Mute your phone. There's no alerts, no beeps, no notifications of any kind with the exception of voicemail for emergency purposes. So if people need to get a hold of you, they're able to call you and leave you a voicemail. But sometimes putting your phone on do not disturb can really help you take a step back. It allows you to make better use of your time, your career, your family, your friends and other relationships. There's nothing worse than going out to dinner with your loved one or your family member and they're on their phone. I personally hate it and that's something that I will take pride in that I've always hated when people have their phone out when I'm spending time with them. I hate when people pull out their phone when I'm having a conversation with them and they're not actually listening to me 
or they're playing a game or whatever the case may be. They're on social media, they're scrolling, they're just, they're multitasking. So you just know they don't have your full attention. It just feels shitty. And I don't ever want to make people feel that way either. So to remove this phone or internet from your distractions is going to just make you focus on what's in front of you and taking it in. Trying to do this when you need to get away from distractions of any kind, including when you're at work. A lot of people will just have their phone out on their desk and the second it goes off, they grab it and they look at it, especially when you're on work hours is so bad. And sometimes I'm guilty of it. I do need to use my phone for my career. So I do have to have my phone out at all times just in case a client calls me or someone has a question and I have my emails to my phone as well. So for some people, this isn't really a form of distraction because they're actually working with their phone. But what I'm talking about is going on social media, Twitter, inter, uh, Instagram when it's not necessary. So even when you're having your lunch at work, just take a break and relax and enjoy yourself. Lunch is for you to de-stress and not use your phone as a form of distraction or a form of having a break because it's not actually giving you a break. It's still making your mind move and think and read things. So if you're using your phone during your breaks at work or even for a de-stressor, it's not going to de-stress you because your mind is still going. A de-stressor is having a cup of tea on the couch and looking at the sky or looking at a tree or maybe reading a book, but straining your eyes is not a form of relaxation. Um, and I'm guilty of it too, guys. I mean, I'm always looking at my phone on lunch or when I'm having a cup of coffee in the morning or whatever the case may be. But yeah, just kind of muting your phone will help because Whenever we see our phone go off, we always look at it or we want to look at it or we're tempted to see that comment that someone posted on your Instagram. So when you put it on do not disturb, it helps you to the temptation to actually look at it. The second tip I have is always ask why when you pick up your phone. So in the morning, if you're picking it up, why are you picking it up? Your phone is a form of procrastination. So even when you're doing a project or an essay for school or you're on the phone with someone, why are you picking up your phone? Why are you looking at Instagram? Is there a reason for it? Have you already looked at it 10 times today? Have you already looked at it once? Have you not looked at it at all and you don't even need to? Like, why are you on your phone? So ask yourself that question next time you pick it up. I actually started doing this about two weeks ago. I started asking myself, wait, why am I grabbing my phone? Why am I picking it up? Why am I bringing it with me to the grocery store? Why do I need it? And I started to be like, okay, well, I need my phone because if something happens, okay, great. I'll leave it in my car when I'm going to the store. I don't need it all the time on my person. So being able to understand when you need it and when you don't need it is gonna bring you to the next level. If you're watching TV, do you also need to be scrolling on Instagram? Like there's two different things that are going on there. It's just going to make your mind move more than it needs to. And I do it all the time. So lately I've just been plugging in my phone or leaving it on the kitchen counter and then going about my night rather than always having my phone on and Instagram open. I mean, I'm guilty of this, guys. I mean, I've noticed it more than ever that I'm just scrolling and looking at things and I don't even look at it. Like, 
I'm scrolling and I'm not reading things. I'm just scrolling. It's like I'm a robot sometimes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I on Instagram? Like I need to get off this. So yeah, again, I just been kind of just putting my phone on the kitchen counter and just leaving it. I'll put some music on and just relax, have a cup of tea, record a podcast and just kind of do whatever I need to get done rather than just wasting time on Instagram. The next one that I have here is take time to do nothing. I've been starting to actually do this a little bit more. I've actually been doing a lot of yoga and meditation and I was never the type of person to be like, okay, make sure you meditate. <laughs> I'm not very, um, I'm very high strung. I like to do things. I like to always be busy and getting things done and being motivated and accomplishing something. So meditating for me, I didn't think was necessary. I didn't understand it entirely. I didn't really know why it was so positive to your body. So I actually was invited to a yoga class from one of my good friends and she was like, hey, come join um, me in this class today. So I went and oh my gosh, did it change my life. Just having that time to work on myself, um, be a little bit more physically fit with yoga, it's hard. It's not just sitting there and stretching. Yoga is a form of activity. I sweat my ass off every single time. I walk out just soaked with sweat and I'm sorry that's gross, but it's true. It's a big workout. I mean, I'm pretty active and I would say I'm physically fit and going to yoga is a workout. And also having that time to meditate within the class is really great too. So it gets me to actually relax. I'm not looking at any technology. It's about an hour and 20 minute class and it's my time to have me time and relax and just actually take a breath in. <laughs> it's actually very relaxing. If you haven't tried it, try it. If it's not for you, fine. Find something else that's for you. Maybe play basketball, tennis, be active, go for a walk, hang out in your backyard with one of your friends. Just have something that you can just do nothing. Sit there, think about how your day was. I mean, I don't remember the last time that I sat on my couch, didn't turn on anything and just sat there and said, how was my day? Like, how was my morning? What do I, what did I accomplish today? What did I want to get done? And then I didn't get done and schedule my day. Um, I've never actually started to do that until recently, I guess. And it really just does help because it makes you reflect on your life and yourself and being able to have personal growth is really important. And I mean, lately, us as a society, was just been, we haven't been used to doing nothing. I mean, nothing means being on Instagram. Like, what are you doing? Nothing. Oh, but you're on Instagram, you're on Twitter. Like, nothing is being on social media. Rather than actually being connected and listening to yourself and our bodies, I mean, from the moment we wake up until we hit the pillow that night, we're constantly connected. So if someone needs to get in contact with you, people are crazy when it comes to being connected. If you don't get a reply back from someone in five minutes, there's something wrong. How crazy is that? That we actually think that something's wrong if they don't reply to you in five minutes or 10 minutes, an hour, people go crazy. So 
we have to understand that people need to just not be on their phone so much. And if you don't get a reply in five minutes, be like, oh, I'm so proud of them that they're actually off their phone and actually enjoying their life and not being attached to the hip like we always are. We need to start being more cautious in how we spend our time. Time is so important and we don't have a lot of it. And we have to make sure that we're actually using it in a productive and way that's actually going to benefit ourselves. Scheduling in your free time of nothing is something that I've started to do recently. So maybe this is something that you guys can try. So I've actually been doing it when I get home from work for two hours. I've been scheduling in free time. So whether I go and do a yoga session at my studio or I come home and I just play with Yuna or I just sit there and relax. I've been scheduling in some time so that I actually make an effort to do it because we always say we're gonna do it but actually scheduling it in makes it more real and you actually find a way of getting it done and accomplishing it. So maybe start to scheduling in your free time of nothing and it doesn't have to be two hours or an hour. It could be just 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes of doing nothing. Even five minutes would be great, but just have time to reflect on your day and how your day was, or maybe if you're doing it in the morning, how you want your day to be, and it gives you more of a positive perspective on your life. Periodically detoxing yourself from electronics is something that everyone needs to maybe try and incorporate more in their life. It's so hard to say it, and it's another thing to do it, I guess. It's just even harder. But just maybe even spend a week with no electronics would be so crazy hard. Imagine going back and being like, I, for a week, didn't use any technology. I actually did it a couple times this year, and I was so relaxed. I never slept better. I never had a better positivity um, outlook on life. I was enjoying my moments. I was spending time with my friends. And I mean, I did use some form of technology. So I don't mean like um, hydro and stuff like that. I'm just talking about specifically like computers, TV, and cell phones and smartphones. So I did that a couple times this year, and again, I just felt so relaxed, refreshed, recharged. I went back to work even more motivated and positive, and you don't really realize how draining it is being on smartphones and the internet so much when it's consuming a lot of your life. It was taking up a lot of my free time. So sometimes I usually like to do this and a lot of people can't do this all the time and I totally get that. Like for me personally, I can't be off my smartphone because it's a form of my job. I have to answer emails, pick up the phone, I have to be present and if someone calls me, I do have to pick up the phone. So I do have to kind of be attached to my phone which maybe is more draining for me personally because I do have to have my phone present at all times. But how I like to incorporate this is when I have that week vacation or that day vacation or whatever the case may be, use that time to have your detox. Use that time to be away from electronics. Spend a week and if you can do more, that would be awesome. But spend the time being present rather than looking on your phone with the next thing that's going to distract you. 
use your vacation time for you rather than for everyone else that's watching you. Who cares what people are doing, to be honest? Like, who cares? They don't care about what you're doing. So stop caring about what they're doing and then spend that vacation time to actually reset, recharge your mind and just be present. And it will slowly just allow you to be happier and more present. So then when you are on your phone a little bit more, it's not gonna drain you as much. So being able to detox is something that you can just benefit your life a little bit more for your personal self. Ensuring you get enough sleep is super important as well. I mean, I'm so guilty of this. I will look at my phone before bed and before I get out of bed in the morning, it's the first thing and last thing I look at. And I'm slowly starting to realize that this is a problem. And to be honest, I was making this podcast I was writing some notes and I was like, oh crap, I actually do all that stuff. Like this is, this is really bad. So the last two weeks I've been starting to incorporate this in my daily life and I've been sleeping so much better. I've been sleeping like a freaking baby guys. I've been waking up recharged. I really just probably needed that perspective and understanding that when you look at your phone before you go to bed and after you wake up in the morning, it doesn't let you fully recharge when you're sleeping because your eyes are looking at a screen right before you go to bed. And it sometimes take you, takes you longer to fall asleep when you are just looking at your phone. So when you're going to bed, start to make yourself a routine. So maybe brush your teeth, wash your face, um, get your bed ready, lay in bed, read a book maybe, meditate and then go to sleep rather than looking at your phone while you're laying in bed and then falling asleep. It's just going to help you to sleep a little bit better. And then when you wake up the next morning, don't reach for your phone. Maybe get up again, have your morning routine, whether it's a cup of coffee or maybe taking the dog out to go to the washroom, just doing something else, maybe for at least 30 minutes before you're picking up your phone. It's going to make sure that you have that disconnection from it for a little bit longer so that your body can fully wake up rather than again, becoming a robot, picking it up and scrolling through things that you don't really care about and you're probably not even fully looking at. So incorporating that is a really great, great way to start that disconnection from it and slowly start to incorporate a little bit of detox in your life from technology. Social media is just a crazy thing, but After all my research, I felt that those were a lot of the things that you can slowly start to incorporate in your daily lives to ensure that you are living life to your fullest potential and bettering yourself. So those are just some of the ways that I have found that have been working for me the last couple weeks in a digital detox. So now it has brought me to the part in my podcast that it is question time. So one of the questions that I got is what do you feel is the most important value you can demonstrate as a leader? This is a really hard question, but I'm going to try and dabble at it. If I had to choose a couple things, and let's just say my top pick, I would say that the most important value that you can demonstrate as a leader to your team is communication and understanding that give and take also happens in employment relationships. 
Give and take is super important. And I feel like this is a conversation that you have to have before you even start an employment relationship. But give and take happens in a lot of different relationships overall in your lifetime, whether it is a family relationship, a spouse relationship, and an employment relationship. Give and take is an employment relationship where an employer can give you what you need in terms of your career goals, but also the employer being able to take your knowledge and your inspiration, motivation, productivity, and helping contribute to the overall company values and missions. So it's really important to understand the give and take and making sure that you're meeting each other 50-50, that way that you're both gonna be fulfilled within the relationship. Nothing is worse than one person just being demotivated because they don't feel valued, or maybe they don't feel that their goals are being met within their career or their personal goals because of their career. So it's really important that when you bring on a team member, you're understanding what the give and take is, what you're able to give them, and if it actually is contributing to their overlife career goals. And it's the same thing if you're hiring someone, you want to expect that they're going to contribute to the overall company goals. So it goes both ways. So I think in short, the best way and the most important thing that you can give as a leader in terms of value is being able to understand that and incorporate it within your leadership style. Okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. This has been really great. It's been a little bit different than my normal episodes, but I'm going to continue to be creative and bring you new content. If you have any input on how everything's been going, or you want me to talk about a different topic, or maybe you have some questions, be sure to DM me on Instagram at the leader in red podcast, and I'll be sure to answer you and see how I can answer any of the questions that you may have. And again, thank you so much for listening to my episode and I'll catch you in the next one.